Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts. Well, she's actually out this week. Sorry, card game queen dragon rider. And of course, you know her. You love her. It's Smarms. How are we doing tonight? Uh, Really good. Uh, Excited about... um some of the Hearthstone stuff coming, but also um, we're going to go on a random tangent right out of the gate. <laughs> Let's uh, do it. <laughs> so I have been in a race to hit 6K in Battlegrounds. And like, you know, the mm-hmm. new stuff just came out a week ago. Yeah. And finally, it was between the two of us, me and Stormrage. Okay. He finally hit 6K last night. So I get to stop spending every waking free moment that I have playing Battlegrounds. Um, so, like, while I'm sad that I lost, I am not sad that my entire life is just, like, consumed solely by Battlegrounds. That, I so. mean, that is definitely something that you you don't have to spend every waking... Like, I like to mix it up, so, like... Um, I wanted to, but I felt like I couldn't because, you know, competing. Yeah, your contest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, But, like, luckily I had a few people help me because I was tracking along really fast until I hit 5,000. And then mm-hmm. I just was, like, having, like, going up and down. And so I had, like, a few people very graciously help me. Uh, one of which is like Terry Tang. I don't. He's like mainly a battlegrounds guy, but okay. he spent so much time and effort helping me, and I'm so appreciative. Even if I didn't win, I learned so much this last week about battlegrounds. So it's been fun. That's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> I am. I'm jealous. I mean, the only time I really learn um, about battlegrounds is when there's like a tournament on, or like, uh, I guess, I guess when I watch a streamer, but like. I I guess like if I'm there to watch a streamer, I'm not always there to learn. I'm just sometimes just there to you know like vibe and hang out. So I don't know because I was gonna say um, you know if you because sometimes you show up in my streams very kindly, and I was like nothing's gonna be happening learning there. So that's good <laughs> that sometimes people are looking for vibes rather than actual content. Yeah, definitely. It's it's one of those things where it's like. I mean, like, I'll hang out in, like, Sway's stream, and, like, I'm not there to, like, even though she's a, she's a phenomenal, yeah, she's amazing, don't get me wrong, I do occasionally pick up things, but I'm generally just there for, like, hanging out and just, like, chilling and listening to her. The thing is, she's good, Yeah, but she'd rather play Goofy, and Mm -hmm. I respect the hell out of that, as somebody who can't play good, but would also rather play Goofy. That's, like, so ideal. I mean, she is pretty freaking amazing at the game. So, like, it's kind of stunning to just see that kind of level of play and just be like, wow, are we even playing the same game? <laughs> I don't know that we are. That's how I felt when I was being coached um, by Terry. It's like, how did you make this happen? Because I have, like a billion extra cards in my hand that we don't even have to use for economy because I've also got like a 10,000 coins. Um, 
I like, how did you, this is literally magic to me because this is not the game that I play, <laughs> but. Yeah, um, I, I 100% have been there and just been like, what? Like, I'm playing checkers and they're playing 4D chess. <laughs> like, that's the only way I can describe it. It's just like, I don't understand the difference between what I'm doing and what they're doing. <laughs> that's such a good descriptor of it, of like, yeah, it's just a fundamentally more advanced game the way they play it. But, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I also respect the hell out of, you know, like, the ability to play like that, but still choosing to play goofy shit. That's, that's iconic. Uh, but yeah, so that's been my life for the past week. And I'm excited to, to branch out, maybe play more standard than I've been playing, you know, just so many different things, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, standard's fun. <laughs> I, I don't honestly, I've not been paying close. Like I've been enjoying it. I don't know what the general like feel of it is though so i'm not sure if like everyone else is having a good time with it or if, with if it the, with standard anomalies yeah oh, standard okay uh, well i was uh, talking about yeah standard because like i'm having fun with battlegrounds but like i am not great at battlegrounds so i i always i generally have good a good time with battlegrounds so yeah that's fair and plus i feel like battlegrounds with the anomalies has really started to acquiesce to like the chaos goblins of us um so um you know and so like i feel like there's kind of been a split somewhat even with battlegrounds because like there's very good players like uh one of my close friends like he loves battlegrounds but he keeps like spreadsheets of like how he does and choices that he makes and like battlegrounds with anomalies doesn't play into that it's like here go have fun just like do whatever so it's been <laughs> it, interesting it is definitely like it adds a big twist to the game that's for sure like it adds so much like depth of like what's going on and like options and everything it's just kind of crazy in my mind like how different it is but like in a very good way like it it feels like a really good addition to an already extremely solid game mode so like i i'm a big fan so yeah um i thought you were gonna use some wordplay there to like go into our news because first on the news yes. is twist is coming back um yes. so that's September 1st, and mm -hmm. it includes all expansions from um, Legacy through Mean Streets of Gadgetzan, mm -hmm. plus the new cards from the Caverns of Time set, and you can still get the Caverns of Time set on August 31st. This, these were not expansions that I was around for, so, like, do you want to talk about, because, like, you're an OG Hearthstone player, do you want to talk about what these expansions were like and like, if you're excited to just play a few games just because they are, you I know, mean, I mean, OG on expansions. <laughs> honestly, my mind's a little fuzzy around that time. Like, the, I honestly do not remember which expansions came first at this point in time. So I am, um, if I looked, I would be able to tell. But, like, I don't know right off the top of my head what all is I coming back read the list to you okay if you would like me to yeah let's do so, it so uh 
So it's uh, Curse of Naxxramas. Okay. Goblins versus Gnomes. Mm-hmm. Black Rock Mountain. Okay. The Grand Tournament. Ah. The League of Explorers. Yep. Whispers of the Old Gods. Mm-hmm. One Night in Karazan. 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 There mm-hmm. we go. And then uh, Mean Streets of Gadgetzan, and then, of course, like, the new release of Caverns of Time. Yeah, I mean, I, it's interesting. I don't, it's a very interesting, um, like, it's a very interesting cross-section of things, because, like, like, a lot of that wasn't in the meta together. Like, you know, Naxxramas was out super early it was like the first adventure like that was i don't even it might have i think it came after gnomes versus goblins um but those were the the adventures they threw in and they were like 20 bucks and you got like you could unlock the cards from them and that's where original like baron rivendare came from and all the other riders um the horsemen um but yeah, I mean it's it's hard to remember everything that because that was a big period. Like I think whispers was where jades came from, if I'm not mistaken. What's that? I was gonna say the the main thing. Or is it Mean Streets? That... I think it was Mean Streets because the the jades were part of the gang mechanic. Like there okay. was there were like jades were split up between like so this goes back to before. 11 classes this was nine classes so like um there were three different mechanics split up through like the three different criminal factions of gadgetstan and like jade was druid rogue and i don't remember what the other one was but um so like that that was the thing in that set and that's like what i can remember from it so um, I was going to say the main ones that I've heard that people are excited about is like the Jade Golems. And that is something that I have like played with like, you know, friends that have like a bigger collection than I do is the Jade Golems. I do love that mechanic. I do not have those cards myself, however. Mm-hmm. And so it's like now that I actually have the dust, are I, like, do I craft these cards just for this one month of twist? You know, we'll have to see. I mean, it depends, like, on how much you want to play Twist, and, like, I mean, most of the cards are, um, there's only, like, one Legendary, if I'm remembering correct, like, one or two Legendaries for the, uh, the Jade package, um, like, because, like, Jade Idol was, um, uh, it might have been an Epic, I don't really recall off the top of my head, but, like, so... There were a lot of different pieces to the Jade package, so, like, it is, it, there's a lot, there's a lot, and I don't even, like, I remember Jade Behemoth, and, like, those were all, like, generic cards, like, those were the, uh, neutral ones, so, I know there are a lot of bad things out of that, um, I remember, um, <laughs> Uh, the, the, the main thing I remember from, uh, uh, gnomes or, uh, 
Is it no a grand tournament was what I was trying to say. The main thing I remember out of Grand Tournament was like Justicar Trueheart, which was the it was she was the six mana six three that upgrades your hero power, which was later seen used in um with Gen and Baku in the odd and even decks. Uh or the odd decks, excuse me, with Baku the Moon Eater. Um so that was her battle cry, so you didn't start the game with it and like Basically, the only deck that was really playing it was Warrior, um, um, and occasionally maybe Priest. I don't really remember it being around too much, but um, it was like kind of a control warrior tool at that point in time. Okay. So, it's it's there's a lot of uh, interesting history there, <laughs> and I don't know how much of it all holds up. It's just it. That's what makes Twist really interesting is just like there's a huge cross section of things and I have no idea how that's going to pan out when like these like random time periods in Hearthstone history are like mashed up together and they're like that's the interesting thing about Twist right is the fact that like it's um it's just a new it's a meta that you can combine things together that have never been combined before well except for like wild but wild's different because it has everything this is a much more limited amount of cards plus there's all these 30 what is it, like 34 caverns of time cards or something like that it was like oh gosh um so it's actually yeah so 34 brand new cards yeah and then what they're calling buffed reprints so um i think like some of these past cards at like when they were either at their strongest or maybe even leveled up to like kind of keep up with other stuff. Yeah, because there were some terrible cards from some of those sets that just don't <laughs> never really held up, uh, even in their day. And I saw like the uh, uh, Don Chowal or whatever his name is the uh, the seven drop or it, it was a seven drop at the time that like buffed him. It was like a legendary card that like buffed a minion in your hand plus five plus five and it was a seven mana five five <laughs> if you can believe that <laughs> it was uh pretty, yeah i guess like things have gotten a bit more powerful yeah it was since then it was pretty terrible for the time like no oh. no one played that card like that was a terrible legendary so like it definitely has um so like it's kind of hard to gauge just because it's just a, such a it's a twist it's like that's what makes twist interesting is the fact that like it takes all these unknown variables and things that weren't together before and all of a sudden now they're in play with things that they weren't originally in play with so like uh, you know like does does grand tournament affect gnomes versus goblins or versus uh or, you know mean streets and jades or anything like that and because like i know like the biggest hindrance to, to to jade was um uh knights of the frozen throne because they put in that uh the four six that devours all one cost spells in both decks and that's how you stop jade was you yeah. ate their you ate all their jade so it doesn't matter so it, it's like an auto concede card if yeah you, oh, oh yeah it was it, spells. 
Yeah, it was. And it was just, uh, it was definitely one of those cards you're like, oh, okay. Well, they have it. So I'm going to go home and cry now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, again, I'm just stating the obvious, but as someone who is around through, I mean, all of these expansions, in all honesty, like I remember I, I was like, I had stopped playing a little bit during, like, before Whispers had come out, um, and I missed some of it, but I, like, I'd gotten back in during it, so, like, and that was, like, my only gap in playing Hearthstone was around Whispers, and, um, that I've been playing ever since, so it's, it's interesting to, like, like I said, I can't, there's so many freaking cards, and, like, you have to keep track of the meta that you're in. And now that like there's battlegrounds is a thing. And like, I didn't play battlegrounds before I was literally just playing standard before. And now it's like, I play battlegrounds. I play standard. So like, that's where my mind is. And I don't have, I really don't have any space left in my brain with all the other stuff, the, the, all the other stuff going on in my life. Um, that, uh, I can focus on remembering all those cards. That's totally fair. But have you considered what I do, which is just be bad at things? Uh, I mean, it's not, it's that's not my default winning, options. But, <laughs> so. um, but no, that's totally fair. And I'm glad to like have your um, you know, perspective on some of those and what's going to be coming up. Um, but yeah, in other news, we have Battlegrounds, uh, Nerfs and Buffs incoming. Um, I know, so I've obviously been playing so much Battlegrounds this past week. I know you've been playing, um, there are some of these that I'm a little bit surprised about because like Soul Rewinder is one of the ones that they say is getting buffed, but that is such a strong card on its own that I'm kind of surprised that they're buffing it. Um, and then they're, you know, like... Yeah, because Soul Rewinder is, like, the key to, like, any demon composition. Like, Soul Rewinder makes, like, so much stuff, like, yeah. work. And the, uh, I can never remember the 1-4 tier 1 the that gets plus, was it plus 1 plus 1 or plus 2 plus 1? Oh, Wrathweaver. Wrathweaver, uh, yeah. Does damage to your hero, mm -hmm. and then you get, like, I think it's only plus 1 plus 1 right now. Okay. I could maybe not. I'm wrong, but uh, um, I mean that's that's as close as anything I can I can remember. And honestly, it's uh, but yeah, and it like there's the you know the Fellhound and uh, uh, Malkazar that you know lets you cycle you know cycle the tier for life, and that just yeah. is free cycles. Up to, like, yeah. four cycles a turn, which is ridiculous. I mean, I guess the only thing I could say about it is, like, it doesn't scale on attack either. But, like, you have so many other things with demons to help you scale. So it's, yeah. like, it feels not as necessary, but I could be wrong. I mean, like I said, I, I have tried not being good at it. I am not good at Battlegrounds, so, like... Um, but yeah, like I, I think to like piggyback on what you were saying is like, you're right. It doesn't scale attack, 
but you don't need it to initially because it's taking damage for something else that is scaling an attack. Uh, so like your hero is not getting damage. And by the time that you need it to start scaling an attack, you have like your Tychondrius, your Felbat, which is also getting buffed, which holy hell. Um, they are buffing some of these like really um, high tier minions. And that's, that's a little bit spooky for me. Um, they're, I can't remember. It's like the tier seven undead, which is like summoning, summon a recurring nightmare. Mm-hmm. I had somebody who just like endless recurring nightmares. And so I ended up taking 51 damage in one turn because their entire board was recurring nightmares by the end of it. Yeah. Just because they were able to like, so yeah, I'm surprised add, at some uh... of the things that they chose to buff. You add Riven there to the mix, uh, things get crazy. Um, or the tier seven more like neutral of Moira, which doubles your battle cries and death rattles. Mm-hmm. Those tier seven minions, man, those are so much fun, but they are so powerful. Yeah. It's kind of insane. It is. Yes, I would agree with that. It is like. I have not seen a whole lot of them, but, like, they are kind of harder to get to. So, like, it is very, very interesting. Like, so I'm interested to see what they do with those because you're right. They are scary because all of them are probably pretty good, except, like, the only one that isn't scary on its own is the one you sell for two tier six minions. And that's freaking good by itself so like it's just uh it's not that scary on the board (laughs) when you see it um and then they did this like new notation that i haven't seen hearthstone hearthstone put out when they're like announcing these nerfs and buffs which is they have this like bottom row which i'm used to like having some are getting both like nerfed and buffed like they're either gonna like buff its effect but like nerf its like stats or whatever which is totally fine but they also have the bottom row where they have like pluses and minuses over some of these and it's like and i couldn't quite figure out what they all had in like common a lot of them do like summon things and Mm -hmm. honestly i just um I'm interested to see what that means because all of those do have like uh add like a dragon to your hand or like mm-hmm. add an elemental to your hand. Like so I'm almost wondering with like this new notation is it like add two elementals to your hand or you know something like that. It might but- also be to like things like um like the what I'm trying to think of its name, the one minion that um uh like the uh the five the tier five elemental one um that requires you to sell five elementals to get an elemental, maybe it drops it down to four, you know, like it it, it changes the effect like that. Or like the yeah. uh the tier one dragon that uh gives you a dragon in three turns maybe it does it in two turns now because it's a one one so like i i I mean because that one always feels 
so slow. And the like, gusty trumpeter. Yeah, I, because like not the or, gusty trumpeter. Oh, the but dragon, the dragon one. Yeah. Yes. The gusty trumpeter, um, or at least like you're trying to cycle as quickly yes. as you can with your elementals. So, but like. I find the Gusty Trumpeter doesn't always work on the first, um, like, turn that you have him. Like, you have to wait for another... Yeah. Um, but that's just my opinion. And I am also salty because I lost a game with the Gusty Trumpeter, uh, yesterday. So, you know, (laughs) I'll just be salty about that. But, you know... (laughs) Uh, it'll be interesting to see when this information actually comes out, but we do have standard nerfs, um, incoming and they are going after Hunter hard. I mean, Um, it's about time considering that like Hunter has been like at the top of the meta, um, for so long now, it literally has been like dominating the meta so hard. It's just... I am glad to see uh, all three of these cards get hit because I think. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I was just saying I think it's about time. Like, um, I went on my priest hate tour the other week, and now it's time for my hunter hate tour. <laughs> like, I mean, that's a hate tour I can get behind. Uh, cause um, hunter is so irritating sometimes and therefore i'm glad that we won't have to deal with them all the time um yeah and that some of these wild seeds are getting taken down too like that first wild seed so the three that they're going after with hunter is the fox spirit wild seed it's dormant for one turn and then it's a three one with rush i'll be interested to see how they nerf that because, like, you can't make it last longer because it's their one-turn mm-hmm. um, wild seed. But then they also have Faithful Companion, uh, mm-hmm. which um, that one is a uh, tier, s- or tier seven. Seven, seven uh, costs. Yeah, seven cost spell that's uh, Faithful Companion. Discover a beast from your deck and summon it. Mana Thirst 10, also summon a copy of it, which, good, I feel like that one uh, should be uh, nerfed. And I agree. And then we go on to our um, last Hunter nerf, which is our three mana, uh, three for Haldron Brightwing, Battlecry, give all arcane spells in your hand, and uh, deck spell damage plus one. And yeah, that one... That one needed to. I think they. Um, I think it got buffed too from its original status because, like, I remember. I think it was a lesser version of it when it came out, if I'm not mistaken. Like, because I think it just did your hand initially, okay. and not your deck. I don't remember fully, so I feel like that was a card that had gotten buffed. Um. So. But. Um, okay. So I imagine the Fox Spirit, they're just going to take it down to be a 2-1. And that's how they hit it. Like, I feel like that's probably the most logical place for them to go from their historical uh, 
way of buffing and nerfing would be my guess. Um, but as for everything else, I don't know what you do with faithful companions. Like, I assume you up the mana cost, but like, uh, I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel like the mana cost is going to do that much for it. I mean, because it's the summon the additional copy <laughs> that feels like the real nail in the coffin most of the time for me, but it might be changing it to eight because they feel like um you can swing out the uh the hollow hound too early with it if you don't have it in your hand you know or um so you know you could summon yeah. king crush on turn seven as opposed to yeah. turn nine so like but like yeah you can't make it have any more mana thirst so it'll mm-hmm. be exactly that one will be interesting Unless, unless they make it mana, they can make it mana thirst 11. There's already that card in Druid, and there is the the way to up the mana, your mana to 11, so they hypothetically could make it 11. Yeah. And that but, would... And then you'd have to weigh the benefits of including that versus... Yeah, exactly. That would probably be a death knell for it. And I don't think... I don't know if that's the way they're going to go about it, but, you know, they have been... Sometimes they're unpredictable when that comes to balances, so, like, uh, I'm saying I'm saying in my head what the most likely change will be. Um, as for the, uh, the third one, I assume it's just going to cost more, in all honesty, to, like, slow down the Arcane Hunter. I assume that's what their um, course of action is going to be, is to just try and slow down Arcane Hunter. Because... And that's also what makes sense to me, is like, um, you just let it have, like, make it take a little bit longer, and then, honestly, I feel like it won't feel as bad then. Yeah, I mean, nothing that's, else. that's generally been their approach, and it's generally worked out well for a lot of the cards um when it comes to what they've touched and how they've nerfed things so i feel like that's a probably that one the only one like i i would say i'm 99 percent sure that the fox spirit will go to a 2-1 and it'll still summon in in one turn i assume the the arcane damage will go up by a mana, so it'll cost four instead of three, and it might be a four four. And okay. then and then I I would probably say the like the fox spirit I would be willing to actually wager money on that that that's how it's going to be changed <laughs> that because does seem the most sensible for that one yeah because if it was a two if it was a one one it wouldn't um even be like playable really um and uh it just feels like that's the most sensible one if that's the one they're going after um uh faithful companions i am oh excuse me oh i just got hit with it um i would guess i mean i i can only speculate on faithful companions really i have no idea what you change on that other than just 
upping it by a mana would be my guess. Okay. So. I like it. And um, I do think it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, And then, so, as far as um, the news, the only other thing is, like, Caverns of Time are coming out. So, it's not legal in Standard when it launches, but Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, Hearthstone's first ever direct-to-wild expansion. And um, so, it was designed with both, like, Wild and Twist in mind. Um, And then we just wanted to talk kind of, like, about the meta and how games have been going. So, I know you've tried a few decks this last week. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to kind of like walk me through which ones you've been trying and which ones you've liked? So, um, even before the nerfs hit, I was playing Relic Demon Hunter. Um, and it was still, I, I played it after the nerfs and I, I got to legend with it. So, um, like that really hasn't changed all that much. Um, it just kind of. Um, takes advantage of the new the the new legendary the four or five that casts your first spell when it comes out and that has a lot more utility than i i think i initially gave it credit for because getting an extra relic for free um is phenomenal <laughs> and like just <laughs> like hitting either the relic of phantasms or extinction or the draw one, which name escapes me now. Um, like, getting those for free is just nice. Um, if uh, You run Fizzle in there, and getting a snapshot, some of the cards from your snapshot for free, phenomenal. Like, it's just, there's so many good things to to pull off of him that like uh you know get the free extra cards whether it's a discovery on um you know uh fel- uh Ildari studies or all fell breaks loose you get that extra damage and that extra life um for free and like it just adds a lot um to the existing like demon hunter formula it feels like so i was playing that for a while and then um i had a quest to play priest so i was just screwing around and i was playing shadow priest and that literally hasn't really changed at all i don't remember (laughs) if there are any there might be some new cards in it but um it's pretty much the same as it was before and it's good like it's still an effective aggro deck that does its job very well so it's yeah it's still fun to play and then i was playing control odin warrior today and not doing i know you had mixed feelings about that one yeah it, it was mixed feelings but like it's still kind of fun to play like it's not like even if it's kind of uh it feels matchup dependent but it's still like I got to hit my opponent in the face for 31 with a single weapon swing today. So, like, that's still kind of satisfying to, to do 31. And I was it was a mirror match, so it didn't kill him. But, like, it still took me, like, five more turns to kill him after that because it's a warrior mirror match. 
and we're yeah. all gaming armor, gaining armor here. But um, it was still those mere uh, matches with the warrior armor take forever. Yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just it. The armor is ridiculous, and like the weapons and uh, Ignis, and just like the crazy stuff you can do with Wind Fury if you get a Wind Fury weapon, like. All of a sudden, like, it could be over real quick. Like, <laughs> you can die from, like, 60 real quick. So, like, um, yeah, it, it's, so those were, that's what I was playing, um, this week. Um, I feel like I've, I've had good, you know, a good time. I kind of fell down towards the end of the day. I was, like, 1400, and, like, my high point was, like, 8,000 today so like I fell off a bit but like you know I'm just I'm just kind of vibing and and chilling on the ladder so like um still seeing a lot of Hunter right now as the uh their nurse might indicate that uh there needs to be something done to Hunter so shockingly enough that like Hunter's everywhere um but you're seeing a lot of everything except for like have not seen a lot of shaman since the uh the nerfs which is funny cuz it still says that like it's a pretty like it's at least a tier 2 deck according to the stats but like mm -hmm. i haven't been playing it just because i haven't been having as much fun with it and um but yeah totem shaman still should be performing well and yet nobody's playing it anymore that's um, weird because i feel like totem shaman was like the one that I saw more since the the nerfs, which yeah. would make sense because Totem Shaman was unaffected by the changes, so it would make sense that that would be the deck that would kind of step in as like the like uh de facto like default for Shaman. So like I I don't know, but I haven't seen a lot of it. Um you know i've seen you know you know basically every variation of death knight when i say that but i'm just saying like the the curse or the uh plague death knight and then like blood death knight is still really a thing i've seen uh control priest i've seen someone people trying stars lying priest i've seen this new like weird otk druid deck too that dr is that what they're referring to when they say drum circle druid? Because I heard there was like a a really bonkers druid deck that um was like really yeah uh you know you do the OTK thing, which is just like a wild thing for druid in my mind. That's not a that's not drum circle. It's okay. um basically you um take all the the spell um spell damage minions you can find and uh that cost two or less like the cobalt the blood mage thanos and the uh there's a naga two three that does that as well you get them killed there's that resurrect um that six mana spell that resurrects all minions that have died that cost two or less you play solar flare resurrect them twice and then you moonbeam them in the face it's like plus seven okay. spell damage, like six or seven spell damage, and then your moonbeams are doing eight damage apiece. So that's okay. what I've seen for that. Yeah. 
Uh I've also seen like weird OTKs with Thaddeus now because Thaddeus now can make things cost zero. Yeah. And I love how everyone's like, this card is not going to be useful anymore. And it's like, yeah, unless you have a very small cost deck, in which case you can play a zillion cards a second. I mean, yeah, I, oh, what deck was that that was doing that? Um, I saw a deck using Gazistan Auctioneer, like, drawing their entire, oh, it was Demon Hunter. It was a Demon Hunter deck with, with, um, the party goer, the, the six mana four, four, that Death Rattle summons a two, two copy of something okay. from your deck. Yes. And then you, you do that. You play ladies, ladies to Theno, and then you draw your deck and just kill them. And yeah. it's just your all your other spells cost three, or, you know, three or four or less, and she just keeps hitting them in the face after the uh, the what do you call them goes off on them the the one that gives them uh, uh you know what I'm talking about the uh, the plus three attack while it's alive so. Yeah, I do know which one you're talking about. I cannot remember the name. Yeah, and I, I can't, can't even remember the name on cards that I play all the time, so. That's fair. I can barely yeah. remember my name most days. <laughs> Isn't so, that how this has been, you know? But. Yeah, that's that's my life now, so yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, it definitely is one of those things where it's like, there have been... It turns out if you can make... Uh, cards cost zero all of a sudden people are going to abuse that and like warlock has been doing that because reverberations or like you can summon multiple copies of it and uh yeah i i thought the thaddeus thing would make him less playable but it seems like there are more people trying it just because of like the combo potential there because It doesn't make them cost one, it makes them cost four less, which means if you can get multiple Thaddeuses in play, or even one Thaddeus in play, you can make a lot of cards cost zero, and that is somewhat better than, um, uh, you know, cards costing one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One of the things that really surprised me with, like, how much everything has changed is how many warlock decks are now like very good decks and like you know tier two is like the 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 variants in there with like warlock um you know like there's a few druids and there's like a few hunters but like there are at least i think like five warlock decks that are considered like tier two decks according to hearthstone replay Mm -hmm. so um I do find that like super interesting. It is interesting. Like it's interesting. And they haven't like the ones I've seen haven't really changed that much. They are basically running all the same cards they were before. It's just those like Thaddeus's change is apparently better than I had initially anticipated, at least for Warlock, at least, you know, so. Um, yeah. I would it's like Thaddeus is not now or ever has been broken in my opinion, but like, um, it's an interesting, um, side effect, which to what appeared to be a nerf, it's in certain, certain circumstances, a very good thing. Like 
Um, so like, I think it's, uh, I, I remember like Druid playing it and like, you know, he would make your innervates cost one <laughs> and, uh, turns out this is pro I don't think there are any, uh, slow Druid decks left except for maybe that OTK one, which also takes advantage of, um, over not overgrowth but the uh the one that makes you draw an extra card a turn uh just to like deck out your opponent too so yeah and allows you to cycle through your deck fast enough to get through your get to your combo so um i will say you have uh experienced more of these different i feel like i am really you know I, once again, need to clarify that I haven't played a ton of Standard this last week because every other moment has been taken up with Battlegrounds. But um, I feel like you're getting, like, a lot more variation. I feel like I've mainly only seen, like, Hunters is who I've been playing against, but... Okay. Um, what rank are you at? God, I think I'm only, like, Platinum right now. Um, okay. Just with, like battlegrounds changing the season trying to like get the last minute like um rank increase and then uh it's been so much battlegrounds it turns out um but um now i'm excited to play that and like the other thing that is like i haven't run into this like aggro paladin which hearthstone replay has as like a tier one like really great deck and mm -hmm. I feel like I just haven't run into it all that often. Yeah, I've seen it around. And I, I mean, it's running that. I mean, it's kind of running on the same strategy it always has. But now with that aura, the uh, uh, the aura that gives you plus two, plus one when your minions attack. So turns out Paladin can put a lot of bodies on the board. And the more bodies you have, the more benefit you get from that. So... That's kind of how I feel like, you know, what they're going for there. So it yeah. makes a lot of sense to me that like that that is a a deck that they're, you know, that's getting um, a lot of success right now. So, um, I mean, it all depends on like what you're playing and like how you're going to counter it and whatnot. But like there's definitely... Um, like, I don't know, it might be where I am on the ladder, and, like, it just, like, there seem to be more control decks than, you know, like, it's either Hunter or, like, some form of a control deck, and, like, yeah, that takes up a lot of space, so I just, I'm not exactly sure, um, you know, how good that Paladin is in that in that scenario because it seems not to do great against control decks as an aggro deck obviously so and yeah. that could just be mainly due to the fact that it's an aggro deck you know doing doing its thing against you know some good control decks with a lot of tools now so yeah um it is showing that like it is struggling against like the decks that you were mentioning but like some of these like more random decks that also are a little bit popular like it just absolutely crushes them uh the aggro 
paladin. So maybe there's enough other people playing those decks mm-hmm. to um, justify playing that. But I could see that definitely. Like that definitely seems like in the realm of possibilities. So, yeah. um, but and honestly, like that's it's a lot of speculation, and I feel like this. One of the nice nice things about this meta is that that there is that like variance that like you don't know exactly what you're going to hit and like it keeps things interesting at least in my mind. So like I feel like this is like been a more diverse meta and like the things I see at like on the bottom of HS replay, you know, the classes, I still see them on the ladder. Um, yeah, I still see mage. Mage is number eleven. Demon hunter is ten. Priest, death knight, druid, shaman, rogue, warrior, warlock, paladin, hunter. Like I remember, like I've seen like all these decks. Like rogue feels like the one I've seen the least of, and like I understand that, like. uh rogue is good in its current iteration but like it's just really i don't know i don't like like i was playing probably a lesser version of the you know the mech rogue when it first came out but like it was one of those things that like it gives me that feeling that i hate of just like feeling helpless and when you get paired up in that control matchup (laughs) Yeah. So I stopped playing it because I was like, don't like this. <laughs> so I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and I, yeah, that feels very fair. Um, but um, it is interesting because I do feel like that has been like one of the sharpest declining decks is that rogue. Um, and maybe it is because of like what you were saying of so many people just getting like frustrated about like, hey, I want to be able to figure it out on, like, these other decks that are kind of complicated to use. Yeah. Or, like, to, yeah. The but. the decision points on the rogue deck, um, that rogue deck, like, um, mech rogue, they're a lot more consolidated into the earlier turns than what I would say historically rogue has been known for. So, like... That could be something that's throwing, like, traditional rogue players off. And you're just like, well, I don't like this. Like, I don't like the, like, the way that rogue is playing now. So, like, there's that. But, um, I just, it's, hmm, I don't know. I feel, I feel like it's in a really interesting slash weird spot right now. And, um... I think maybe that, like, the, you know, because HS Replay, you know, those win rates is across, are across all rate, are all ranks. I do not have a premium to HS Replay, so I don't have any of, like, the premium data where you can, like, narrow it down and see, like, how is it doing in Diamond, you know, Diamond 5 to Diamond 1, because that's, like, in my mind, as that's where I am as a player, because those are the most important ranks to me yeah. is getting to legend. Like the, cl- Oh, ahead. sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I, I do pay for it because I need to um, okay. because I need all that extra information. And the only place that it's really changed from being outside of Agro Baladin and Arcane Hunter being the like best decks is Legend Top 1000. And that is mm-hmm. um, that then changed to Drum Druid, Mech Rogue and Unholy Death Knight. And so, like, does this massive change up? Because, like, everywhere else, like, you go platinum, diamond through, like, legend. Um, you know, I'm not sure what, like, is happening down in gold, but Arcane Hunter's still down there. Um, it's crushing it all the way until legend top 1000. And then they're like, absolutely not. And I wonder if it's just, like, because they got so saturated. And then, therefore, if you just play decks to counter that that's the interesting thing about like these stats mm-hmm. is like you start to sing this like backwards pendulum swing of like people just countering these really good decks i mean and i'm not gonna lie mech rogue's kind of an easy deck to can't counter there are a lot if you want to like hate on mech rogue there are a lot of options that are pretty straightforward that Chances are you're going to win most of the time in those scenarios. There's, um, it just feels like there's not a lot of play for everything that Mechrogue has to do. Um, like, it's a very, like, linear path in my mind. And, um, so, like, that lends itself to, you know, being able to deal with it because you know like there as long as you keep a minion off the board then you don't have to worry about getting hit in the face from whatever they have in the hands and like being able to deal with like a stealth minion is a big thing right because like if you can get past stealth there's a lot more you can do because you can be like all right well stealth doesn't really it doesn't matter to me because I have a way through stealth, and once you have a way through stealth, then things start getting, um, I would say, much easier. (laughs) And, like, if you can silence things, it does a lot for you as well. So, there is definitely a lot of paths in my mind that you can get around Mechrogue. It is somewhat draw-dependent, but if you want to hate on a Mechrogue, it's not exactly the hardest deck to hate on. So, it makes sense. I know that, like, Outcast Demon Hunter, at least it was, like, one of the best decks in Top 1000. And that is definitely one of the reasons why you can't hold (laughs) what's happening in the Top 1000 as your um, strategy, unless you are in the Top 1000. Yeah, because, like, uh, I don't think outside of the top 1,000, there are many people who are piloting um, uh, Outcast Demon Hunter to a level where they would be doing the levels of damage um, that they seem to be doing throughout the rest of the ladder, right? So, And that's... (sighs) just something to keep in mind too like just because you hear that like it's doing very well at top 1000 is not a thing where you have to be like 
this is the deck I need to be playing then. So, something just to keep in mind. Um, yeah, that feels very accurate. It kind of feels like, you know, what we talked about earlier in the episode of, like, you know, the Battlegrounds players. It's like, they're almost playing a fundamentally different game than whatever I'm playing yeah. with what they're doing. So, um, but it's always kind of fun to see. Um, do we want to go to the poll question? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this week's poll question uh, is, we're wondering if you will be playing Twist. We've got a few options. It's like, yes, and I'm excited. Because like, I know some of you um, who've been playing Hearthstone for a long time, excited to like play those cards again a lot. Um, then, you know, maybe you'll try a few games and then... For some of us, uh, or, you know, for a few people, they're just not going to be interested at all. So uh, please vote in that, and we'd love to hear your responses. Excellent. And you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. You can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. And you can follow our top pin tweet to join the Dr3 Discord. You can find myself on Twitter at Alkaline underscore cat and then Twitch and Blue Sky at Alkaline cat. All one word. K-A-T. Uh, Dragon Rider, you can find her on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. And then Twitch and YouTube. She is Dragon Rider T-C-C-G and Smarts. So you can find me on both Twitter and Twitch at send me your arms and you can also find me on blizzlet excellent well thank you everyone for tuning in um dawn was having more uh she wasn't feeling well so uh, we wish her a speedy recovery and i hope she's feeling better really soon and as always you've been listening to dr three I don't have anything as clever as uh, Dragon Rider has to say. So, boom.